Greetings, friends, and welcome to Ho Ho How to Wrestling Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bad, Santa. I can do it. I can do that. Like, cancel Christmas up in this. The world's first podcast detailing how to wrestling, how to get into wrestling, how to understand wrestling, and goodness knows, maybe even how to enjoy wrestling at the most wonderful time of the year. Hello, everyone. I'm Cowboy Christmas Kevin Mahan, joined by my better half, Joanna Graham. Hello. Oh, why don't I get a Christmas name? Um, Tinsel Joe. Tinsel Joe, okay. Tinsel, Tinsel Joe sounds like a real dodgy. Joe Bells. Where did you get that? Uh, those really dodgy decorations? Uh, Tinsel Joe came around in the van last week. <laughs> Ten for a quid. I couldn't say no, but they probably were stolen. Like so. We did keep the kids inside <laughs> when he dropped them off. Christmas wrestling. These are two things that don't necessarily go together, obviously, do you think? And yet there is a Christmas DVD. Yeah, there is. The WWE Christmas Collection, which we got from the internet for a grand total of £1. Is that really how much we spent? That's how much we spent. Splashing out this year. Yeah, big budget this year for the Christmas (laughs) special. Wrestling at Christmas. I mean, before we sat down, we watched some choice wrestling cuts, thanks to some uh, videos and some recommendations from the how-to universe I mean are there any wrestling Christmas memories you had before this moment did you even think the two ever crossed paths um, I was aware of the Christmas creature <laughs> from Kane of course yeah but that's pretty much it I mean Mick Foley obviously is a huge Christmas fan what? how do you know about that I mean was it from the it's book it's hard not to know about that no I mean it's like it's the book it's every appearance that he ever does on anything he's always talking about Christmas there are all the adverts as well for this DVD which I remember they came out and he was just like awkwardly hanging out with Noel and they were talking about Christmas. And- I mean, it's a bit of a giveaway there. His daughter's name, Noel. Yeah. I mean, she really wanted to call her Santa, but obviously, <laughs> yeah, his uh, his horrible wife, you know, put an end yeah. to that. Like, bitch. For me, wrestling at Christmas has always been a weird one because, generally speaking, when it comes to Christmas time, WWE just kind of go, ah, you're not watching anyway. You don't care. So, no real important storylines happen around this time. It's always kind of ramshackle rush together let's get you know let's dress everyone up in santa outfits and it's it's nothing nothing to enjoy i haven't seen many santa or christmas segments since i've been watching they've not done many the last two years they went i was wondering if i just missed them they went like real christmas mad like a few like from 2012 and we'll get into that they went full-on christmasberg but i mean for me my earliest memory for christmas and wrestling was a really bad one it was a really awful christmas memory yeah which was christmas in 1999 and I stayed up to watch Raw, and it was like 10 till 12. I was like, I'll watch Raw, and then I'll go to bed. And Raw that night had Mankind, who I knew loved Christmas, because I had read his book, and I knew that Mick Foley loved Christmas, and it's really special for him. He had a special match, in he wrestled in a boiler room against a bunch of evil Santas. And then he got the shit knocked out of him. Oh, I think I've seen that, or I've heard about it. It's like Triple H and all of DX. Yes, Triple H dresses up as Santa. Yeah, and they beat the shit out of Mick Foley. Yeah. And then it's like, he literally gets the dog fuck knocked out of him. And I remember being like really sad going to bed on Christmas. And I was like, Mick Foley loves Christmas. And he got beaten up by the thing that he loved. That was like, if I got beaten up by Mick Foley on Christmas, it's the worst. <laughs> 
and I remember like being really sour on it. So I mean, it was really nice to actually watch some of this Christmas stuff with because we're Christmassy as fuck here at the moment. We're actually recording this back home in Ireland. Yeah. Well, back in my home of Ireland, I should say. It's becoming my Christmas home, though. You know, I mean, we are you know balancing the microphone precariously on tins of celebrations. You know, yeah. wearing I'm wearing a Christmas jumper. I'm wearing Christmas pajamas so it could be that there's just a little bit of christmas magic in the air but we've after watching a whole shed load of christmas wrestling and it was fucking awesome it was good and you should watch some christmas wrestling this year too yeah. so i mean we got a lot of people sending in various things they wanted us to see and the first and most important thing to really nail down the uh, association with wrestling christmas i showed joe zanta claus Zanti. Zanti, as we call him here in Ireland. <laughs> now, Santa Claus from the North Pole, isn't he? Yeah. And what does he do with gifts? He gives them to children. Gives them to children, isn't he? Now, Santa Claus, you've got to flip reverse it, okay? Just like the So Solid crew would do. Mm. He's from the South Pole, okay? Which is why he wears, like, black and red. And he doesn't give gifts. He taketh them he, away. He taketh them away from children. Yeah. So this is obviously a bit of a crook, because what they did was... To introduce Santa Claus. It was meant to be a long-term character. Really? They, yes. Why? I, I just thought they thought that the heat was so hot, brother, that they could they go really all year. They really think that's going to last into February, that's April, he, Heels May. with heat, like, you know. Jesus. So how they originally brought him out was that Santa was meant to be giving out gifts uh, to these kids. Yeah. And this Santa would be like a bit of a dick. And it was revealed that actually it was not Santa. It was Zanta. And Vince McMahon on commentary was like, wait a minute. That's not Santa! That's that's not that's an imposter! The evil million dollar man had paid off uh, this evil crook from the South Pole to ruin Christmas for everyone. So what we got to see was Santa Claus's first and last match taking on a young Scott Taylor in nineteen ninety-five. Santa Claus looks, I think, like Mick Foley's evil twin. Like, if Mick Foley <laughs> loves Christmas, this is his evil twin that hates Christmas. I like that he has his kind of pound shop knockoff and Summer's naughty Santa outfit. I liked his creepy black leather gloves, like, <laughs> like a serial killer. I'm just saying, turn that red fuzzy bit into leopard print and that pretty much, you know, <laughs> that thing would, would sell big. Santa Claus is really funny as well because he is an actual wrestler. Okay. He's a wrestler by the name of Balls Mahoney from ECW, who was quite a, a mainstay in extreme championship wrestling. Right. But this was his own little dalliance into the, the mainstream. The only thing that makes this gimmick real is that apparently in real life, Balls Mahoney was fucking gross. Uh, Chris Jericho shared a room with him for a period of time, and there were cockroaches living in his mattress. No! So, smelly, bad Santa man. Oh, that's disgusting. What, what, were you like... When you saw Zanta, were you like typical wrestling or were you genuinely like shocked to see that they would go like full on, yep, there is this evil version of Santa and he's a wrestler? No, I wasn't that surprised, honestly. At this point, it takes a lot to shock me, I think. And having an evil Santa just sort of seems logical in the wrestling world. <laughs> what were your thoughts on Santa Claus? There's a, a great heel. What a no good Santa. Jim Ross, who is the... On fire, on commentary. On commentary. He has to try and give legitimacy to this man who's looking at the camera going, Ho, 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 you stupid kids. And he goes, well, he obviously doesn't like children. And he's, he's quite big as well. So that's what he's got going for him, you know? <laughs> what kind of strategy do you have to go for against Santa Claus knowing that he's quite big 
and he doesn't like children. I just yeah. bring a lot of kids with me, like throw them in the ring, and he'd be like all distracted. Quick roll up, one, two, three. I don't think he's scared of them. What did you think of the million dollar man Ted DiBiase? I think this was this the first time you saw him. I've seen him in like segments here and there, like yeah. recaps from old footage, but I'm like, I don't, I don't even know if he's a wrestler. Is he a wrestler? <laughs> he he was a wrestler. He yes. was a wrestler. How does yes. he wrestle in that suit? Um, he doesn't wrestle in his suit. No, this is after he was an active wrestler. This okay. is when he was busy being evil little insert promos like I'm going to ruin Christmas <laughs> I love him he's a dick he is a dick and uh, Santa Claus wins this uh, this bleak match with his evil jingle bells music I will say to the creative people in the musical department who managed to find a way to make sleigh bells and Christmas and jingle bells sound evil mm. they like they made out like this is this if you hated Christmas this is the song that would play when Christmas was coming, that would fill you with dread. You know? the, the Grinch listens to this every year <laughs> to get himself in the spirit. So as he wins his match and walks to the back looking all mean, Vince McMahon just goes, my God, this is horrible to watch the desecration of Santa Claus. You might as well urinate on Santa Claus. <laughs> um, Santa Claus disappeared after this. He was never seen again. Oh, he got away with it then. He did. It's pretty much like... In terms of bad heels who've never gotten their comeuppance... That's terrible. Santa Claus comes in, ruins Christmas, steals a bunch of gifts, beats up Scott Taylor, and then just fucks off forever. Yeah. Undefeated. <laughs> Brock Lesnar maybe should you know, take that he could conquer yeah. Santa Claus's undefeated streak. Now, you probably have guessed there's a, a rich and imaginative tradition of wrestlers dressing up as Santas. Yeah, that I did find a little bit more surprising. So you didn't think that this would be like... Uh, I thought it would happen here and there. Didn't realise to quite the extent they pushed this. <laughs> lo and behold, as we're scanning through the DVD and I see Bubba Claus. Yeah. And I'm like, there is no way in hell that I'm not watching Bubba Ray Dudley, one of my favourite wrestlers, wrestle a match in a Santa Claus outfit. Against Tajiri, no less. One of our favourite wrestlers. Yeah, we saw you saw Tajiri briefly in the Cruiserweight Classic. I absolutely love him so much. He's so cool. He's got a degree in economics as well. That's and he awesome. uh, very soundly invested his money Does as well. Does him and Kane, do they like hang out and discuss economics then? You know what? I think that him and Kane may have done that at some yeah, point. I bet they totally have. I wonder if they sort of agree with each other's economic politics or not. I'm just saying Kane is definitely the type of guy who would like learn a bit of Japanese in his spare time yeah. you know so he could really just so he could chat economics with Tajiri absolutely <laughs> totally I mean Bubba Claus versus Tajiri I can't wait for us to do how to Tajiri because he's legitimately one of my favourite wrestlers ever so this was a Santa Claus match which I didn't know was a thing neither did Jim Ross because in commentary he's like well this is a Santa Claus match I don't know what that means, be that as it may, but... Uh, I like, didn't expect to see this tonight at work. <laughs> Showed up to work. What the fuck is a Santa Claus match? <laughs> the Bubba Claus sounds like something that he has in his own contract. Yeah. You know, as in like, well, you can't lose here tonight because the Bubba Claus states... It's something to do with tables. Like, <laughs> don't bring out the tables, it's the Bubba Claus. You know, there has to be at least four tables under the ring at any given point. Yeah. That's the Bubba Claus that you signed in the contract, Vince. <laughs> it has to be there. JR calls this one totally seriously as well. I love it. He clearly hates wrestling and Christmas crossing over. Does he, do you think? Well, he's kind of like, he's begrudging like, you know, oh, it's a Santa Claus match, so... 
they have to dress up as Santa, you know. Now, no, they're exposing here. Exposing the business, isn't it? It is. Because any, they always used to dress, like, the women up, like, in, in Christmas outfits. Sexy Christmas outfits. I bet they were sexy. Always Santa's little helper matches. They all come out dressed up as Christmas. Never as Mrs. Santa? No, it was always just, like, you know. Bullshit. People would take some weird kind of interpretations of it, I guess. But, uh... Yeah, anytime the women dress up as Santa, it's like, wow, how a great time of year. When the men dress up as Santa, it's like, oh, this is fucking dumb. I hate this. <laughs> I must say I was impressed that they could work a match in these outfits. I was amazed because, like, Tajiri can still wrestle so well. Like, his style is so flippy compared to, like, Bubba Ray. Like, to be fair, he, he just punches and shit. Bubba Ray basically wrestles how I think Santa yeah. would actually Whereas, wrestle. Whereas, like, seeing a guy dressed as Santa do what Tajiri can do is mind-blowing. It's like, whoa! Yeah, he's doing, like, his handspring elbows, yeah. his kicks, all that stuff. Jumping off the top rope, I think, at one point. Because I was in two minds. I was like, Joey, you've seen Tajiri wrestle in Cruiserweight Classic. I may ruin the magic if I show him in a fucking match where he has to wrestle in a yeah. Santa suit. He's impressed. Even more impressive. Yeah. At one point it cut to backstage and you pointed out we've got a little Christmas cane yeah. in the background. And what, he had like a ribbon you said on his mask? A little ribbon on his cheek and a little Christmas hat I didn't notice hat the ribbon on. but the Christmas hat was very cute. It was like camouflage because cane of course in the Christmas colours of red is very difficult but to he see. Was, no, he was in Xanta colours because he was red and black. <laughs> Which obviously was quite traumatic to see yeah. like that's not Santa. <gasps> the Christmas that Xanta ruined everything. Somewhere in the South Pole Xanta's like <laughs> And I got away with it too because they got bored of me. <laughs> Instead of ho, 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 Xanta should have went he, he, he. Or ha, ha, ha. Or who, who, who. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. Bubba started doing Santa themed taunts, which I thought was really funny. Like every elbow, time, yeah. elbow. Ho, oh, ho, ho. A living elbow. I like that. Fantastic. Do you like how Tajiri like slowly lost his Santa gear as the match went on? Slowly, he lost it right at the beginning, and I am convinced <laughs> it's so we could tell who, or rather, the commentators could tell who was who. Bubba Ray Dudley in every dimension is nine times bigger than Tajiri. I guess because <laughs> like Bubba, not only did he wear the fucking whole gimmick with the wig and the beard, the beard, and he had a big extra sack gut as well. They both did. He wore his glasses as well. Mm. But Tajiri literally was like punch, punch. Nah, fuck that. It's it's sorry, folks. It's just yeah, I'm, it's just not gonna work. It's I too can't awkward. Breathing this thing, it's annoying. I mean, if you want to see some flips. I'm not wearing this. You can't have a both. So sensible to Jerry. But Bubba Ray, he, Bubba Ray, he goes full Santaberg here. Like, he absolutely... Starts whipping him with the belt. Terrifying. I was going to say, it was, it was a very fun-loving match until the point where Bubba decides to ruin Christmas yeah. by taking off his belt and his trousers nearly come down and, and whipping not, him. not just, like, his regular belt either. It was, like, the... the championship belt whatever it's it was called. big Santa belt was it Devon had his had the tag yeah, team championships yeah I thought then Bubba used that to hit him no he was using his actual Santa belt oh, okay. which was quite big now just so you know Joe if Vince McMahon ever hears wind of that you describing one of his championship titles as a belt yeah, you'll be blacklisted yeah. now, we've been through this and I kindly ask you I'm going to wish upon a Christmas star here stop exposing the business okay <laughs> So, speaking of exposing the business, then Tajiri Santa spat blood on uh, Bubba Santa. <laughs> Happy Christmas! <laughs> I think, for whatever reason, if anything ever happens and it's slightly awkward, and it's like, oh Jesus, that's not very Christmassy. If you just put in the, it's Christmas! <laughs> bit from that song, it's okay. How did Tajiri spit blood on him? 
It came out like a foam. That was not meant to be blood. That was Tajiri used to do mist. And I'll save it. It till, did look like a mist. Yeah, it was. That was red mist. Now Tajiri would do mists, and I will save the pageantry of but that I for know how, how to he Tajiri. Did, it. did he have it in his mouth the whole time? Some say there was a little bit of Christmas magic in the air that night. But I will save it for How To Tajiri. Okay. Hope we get that soon. I yeah. need to know. I want to do I Fuck it. I'm going to do How To Tajiri as soon as we can. Christmas though. mystery. Absolutely. Tajiri beats the shit out of Bubba Claus and wins this very holly jolly festive match. Hooray. I, I was very Christmassy. Now, what happened next was probably one of the most intense Christmas moments in the history of wrestling. So, 2012 Christmas Raw. Very, very holly jolly indeed. Because Santa Claus comes out and he's giving gifts to everyone. And it's a real Santa. It's not like Xanta. No. And it's not like Bubba Ray Dudley. We've checked his passport. He is from the North Pole. So a nice, kindly old Santa man. Lovely old Santa Literally man. Literally looks exactly like I'd imagine Santa to look as well. So I think it might be the real Santa himself. I never knew any of my granddads. So I imagine that's what granddads are. Is like lovely old men who They're give Santas. you toys. I'm yeah. just assuming unless prove me wrong no that, that's pretty accurate <laughs> so Santa's like giving gifts and uh, the announcers are really playing it up as well uh, Michael Coles is the best line I've been a really good Michael Cole this year I like the way because like if I was ever to describe anyone on the announce team as being a boy it would be Michael Cole you have been a good boy I know him and Byron Saxon I think are both boys they're both boys absolutely but I think I like the way Michael Cole is like he realises that he's too weird to be like a human or a boy or a man so I've been a good Michael Cole there's only one what a fucking weird but I've been the best Michael Cole that I can be (laughs) and then out of nowhere that no good Alberto Del Rio comes out in his BMW that snake Alberto Del Rio coming out to ruin Christmas and he starts like honking his horn and you think Santa would uh, would would hear that and get out of the way, but no, Santa's a bit old. Santa was like way into it. He was handing out uh-huh. like figures to uh, to people. I've been distracted by good deeds. I've been giving <laughs> gifts to children. I couldn't possibly hear the loud car that's There's coming too many, my way. Is that, are those jingle bells? Those are. There are no cars <laughs> in the North Pole, though, are there? Yeah, he didn't know what it was. He probably thought it was a big reindeer. He probably thought it was a big toy to give to one of the rich children because Santa knows he has to give more to the rich children than to the poor children. Yeah, of course. Logical. Or to the children whose parents have taken out lots of loans and are in debt. That's how Santa knows how to give those gifts. Yeah. So he's beeping the horn away and then a little bit of creative editing and all of a sudden Santa is like run over. And (laughs) (laughs) the best thing about it is not only does Santa get run over and splat, the Christmas tree lands right on him. On his head. And it makes a big... It's amazing. Poor and, uh, Santa. It's horrible because we get a... You killed Santa chant. I love this panto shit. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. I'm pretty sure they piped in most of these chants and all the crowd reactions during this, but I don't care. And you know what I think I'm really stupid about? I feel re- I really, really feel ashamed. Is that in 2012... Old Kevin the Grinch over here was uh, someone who was just, you know, of the opinion, well, it's just Christmas, so it's going to be a lame storyline. They're going to they're gonna advance these storylines. There's going to be no work rate on this show. So <laughs> I just read the spoilers of the show. And the person who wrote the spoilers, it could have been any fucking rest of the website, were like, oh, it was really lame and stupid. This is all this gimmicky, stupid, dumb Santa shit. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to watch it. So this is the first time I saw this. That's ridiculous. It's so silly. And I'm ashamed that even yeah. for a brief period, I could like 
lose track of one of the best things about You've wrestling. You've been missing out. This is probably I'm I'm I, mean, I haven't seen all the Christmas segments done in wrestling, but I'd be willing to bet this is the best one. I think it's I think it's my favorite. Yeah. So after um, the "You Killed Santa" chant. Everyone is crying. It's miserable. Like, Ricardo, the announcer, is there. He's sobbing. He starts retching. <laughs> 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 Santa. <laughs> like, this is reminding me of the Christmas where my brother was meant to get Sabutio and then uh, Granny got him Sabutio instead. So my parents had to give him something else. And I was like, Santa didn't know. <laughs> Like, it's just uh, the most harrowing, tragic shit ever. You said that really happened. Well, I mean, we were crying lots and I used to get sick all the time. So it's probably, yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Things aren't just so... (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, medical professionals have come out to help Santa and they've given him a neck brace. He's not moving. They put him on a stretcher. And Trainers, they... EMTs, referees down. <laughs> they start to like just take him away and then we cut backstage where you've got Booker T, you've got Kane, you've got, I don't know, who else was there? Titus O'Neil, Darren Young was, oh, yeah. was weeping Darren Young was weeping openly. into Titus's strong, loving embrace, comforting him. It's going to be okay. Santa's going to be fine. Booker T has to give the bad news. like. <laughs> and then John Cena marches out from there and uh, he's like Saint Nick is a saint <laughs> we can't have this and uh, Booker T's all like you gotta take revenge you gotta do it for Santa literally as he was standing there looking at him I went do it for Santa man assuming they wouldn't say that and then he's like do it for Santa man I'm like, I yes! I didn't realise you hadn't watched it I thought you knew that's what they were gonna say no I was just like assuming do it you for Santa man too well. throw him a candy cane let's kick some ass <laughs> And then, and I swear to God, this really happens. So Booker T goes, do it for Santa. And John Cena screams, Santa! It's his power cry. War cry. You know, to get the, all the power of all the Santa maniacs out there, you know, all the, uh, all the, the Christmas heads, <laughs> you know, all the Rudolph nuts. And then we cut to the medical area <laughs> where one of the interviewer guys is like, we've got some really bad news. I'm not going to, not going to lie to you all. Santa's taken a turn for the worse. And you've got the beep, 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 beep in the background. It's slowly <laughs> getting slower. Beep, beep. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Bullshit. I mean, why, why you, you think that someone's heartbeat, it was like that, obviously. He'd well, obviously be in it's cardiac Santa's heartbeat, arrest, yeah, it's like. little jingle bells. <laughs> I'm, I, it's just coincidence, help, Kemi. I mean, I would have preferred if they went for like, kind of, you know, like a Greg Lake, you know. Oh, uh, really yeah. sad Santa. Beep, so. beep, 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 beep. And that's actually more regular heartbeat as well, you know. Yeah. They wanted to kill him, you just go Christa Berg, you know. It went beep, you know. They would have. I mean, so Jingle Bells, you know, you got Santa there. He's maybe worked out a little bit too much. He's Santa's got some a troll. <laughs> so yeah, what? So what the whole thing is? Was Santa okay all along? And he's just I don't like, know. he I don't likes know if, the attention. I don't know if that was like to signal that he was having some kind of cardiac Christmas arrest. 
Or if that was just Santa being a troll with his heart rate monitor. Because, I mean, I'm really trying to suspend my disbelief here and try and keep kayfabe and not expose the business. Like, in, in kayfabe, is Santa real? Like, that's what I'm trying to yeah, figure out now. Yeah, of course he is. Cause, all right, because I mean, this, whole, this whole sequence literally seemed like a Mick Foley fever dream. Like, the episode of Raw should have ended with, like, Noel pulling Mick's head out of a bowl of eggnog. You know, that's where he's been. Like, you know, his teeth have fallen out. Like, he's pissed himself. You know, it's just gone really too weird. I did like as well when they were pulling uh, Santa into the medical room on the stretcher. He put his thumb up. Oh, yeah. Like the end of Terminator 2. Like, (laughs) you know, he's okay. Crowd goes wild. So John Cena is going to take on that skunk, Alberto Del Rio, in a Miracle in 34th Street fight. Mm. I was kind of hoping they call it a Miracle on 34th Street street fight, but they just call it, you know. So is this a street fight or not? It is a street fight. But they're not even wearing jeans. I know, but and it's they're a, not on a street. But it's a Miracle on 34th Street fight, so I think that just oh, means terrible. Christmas-themed gifts. Yeah, but they don't explain that. I was really confused because you've got this match, and I thought it would just be like kind of a normal match, but no, they have presents mm-hmm. and stuff, and, and they're trees. allowed to use them. And trees. John Cena says the word Santa like a million times. Yeah, as Alberto Del Rio makes his way to the, to the ring, poor Ricardo literally can't even say the words. Yeah. He's between the tears. Like, <laughs> he literally comes out and he's like, eh, Santa Del Rio. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Del Rio is like, He's a heel by proxy in this. He's just like, yo, yeah. he should know that my car's come out there. I was beeping. He, to be fair, he looks mortified when he runs over Santa. You know what? I, he was actually, on the week-to-week show, he was a face at this point in time, I think. Really? So that's fucking horrid for poor Gosh. El. Yeah. Poor El Del Rio. Speaking of, he looks in very different shape here to when we saw him. Because we saw him live. Yeah. As a surprise when we went to see... Uh, and he was buff. He was. He was, was uh, ridiculously hench. He was also testing positive for testosterone supplements at the time, so... Well then. Either that, or maybe just, you know, him and Paige have got a really vibrant lifestyle that makes him feel young. They spend all their spare time at the gym. Possibly. Gym buddies. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Wholesome relationship right Definitely. there. Definitely. So, mid-car, mid-match, on the microphone, Del Rio grabs, the, <laughs> grabs it, he's like, Hey, it was an accident, okay? It was an accident. I was really hoping he would embrace the hate, you know, like, you know, mm. Kane would. And he'd just be like, you know what? I'm glad I ran over Santa. I'm, I'm glad he didn't do that because I like this kind of unexpected. He accidentally ran over Santa and ruined Christmas. I think that's funnier. I think this is setting a bad precedent, which is if someone accidentally ruins Christmas, you have to go after them. It's like there is no, yeah. a, there are no accidents at Christmas. If you remotely fuck it up, I'm holding you to task because it's Christmas, Santa. And John Cena's going to beat the shit out of you. In mid match again, he goes for his uh, Santa. Yeah. Like, he grabs the microphone and he's like... Oh, it's great. They, like, wrestle between it. Like, who gets the microphone? And John Cena just gets it by his mouth and screams. Santa! Santa! Like, (laughs) come! Twix! And they start unwrapping gifts and John Cena gets a very, very good gift. Every gift that John gets is amazing. Fantastic. He gets a chair, like a a proper chair that he hits him over the head with. Joe's going to be really excited when she opens her chair for Christmas. Oh, I can't wait. It's just between you and me, guys. A wink. Some say there was a little bit of magic in B&Q that day. Wink. (laughs) 
Ricardo gives Del Rio a present that he's found and it's just got a cream pie in it. <laughs> Del Rio's just like... Furious. Why did you give me this pie? Like, what the fuck is this? So like, you have to ask yourself when you're giving out gifts this Christmas, are they going to react like John Cena who like opens the box, stops, pulls it out and like with a combination of you guys and also this is the best moment of my life and I thank you for getting me this his face when he unwraps that chair is is gold everything he unwraps he's so happy and grateful I'm hoping like you know when Christmas come around tomorrow that uh, you know I'm gonna get similar faces I'm gonna get you what Paul Del Rio received which is um, a cute cuddly bear (laughs) he's like he's opening it I love the comedy here I love Mm, this little full panto with it where he's like this better be good. He's like, yeah, it's going to be like a bazooka. <laughs> a bazooka. You're going to kill John Cena. It, right, if you're really in, you know, PR building mode, Del Rio, after running over Santa, you don't want to shoot a bazooka in a live John arena. Cena. Terrorist at attack on Christmas. Beloved John wrestler. Killed, yeah. Killed with a bazooka. <laughs> Instead, you got a little uh, teddy bear. And I think the thing I liked most about it was that Del Rio went, Fuck it, and he threw it out of Right at John Cena, who just kind of shrugs. It's like, what have you done? Cena trees Del Rio, and then in what was an incredibly dangerous spot, and what I didn't expect, Cena does the old bowling ball to the groin. That was fucking terrifying. I was so scared. Do you know how they do that? Mm-hmm. Literally, you have to... I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm guessing you have to clench your thigh muscles. You have to clench your thigh just muscles. Just the second before. Like, this is literally a game that people would play in boarding school, you know? And it's not easy. What, have you done this? No, but I know people who did play this game, and they would throw, like, a big heavy ball or, like, a cricket ball, and they toss it, and you have to try and cover in time. That's fucking ridiculous. I Personally, I love my genitalia far too much Good. to degrade myself Good. in that we might manner. have kids someday as a result of that. Thanks. And now I've got a handsome penis, you know, <laughs> and a story to tell on Christmas. <laughs> so it's all okay. John Cena gets yet another great gift. Uh, he receives a fire extinguisher. Best gift. And what I loved about this is when he pulled out the pin and turned it on Del Rio, Del Rio on his hands and knees begs, please, please, it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena doesn't give a shit though that yeah. it's Christmas. Once, once you lay your hands on Santa, Nothing. it's fair game yeah. right there. So Del Rio and Ricardo gang up on John, and John has like a momentary disadvantage. And who comes out to save him? Wait a minute! That's gotta be that's gotta be Santa. And I think was it around this point you realised who Santa Claus was? Only because you said, "Have you realised who Santa Claus is?" And I went, "No." Well, I mean, you you said when he All came the way out, through, I was saying he looks just like Mick Foley. <laughs> Wow, it's so much like Mick Foley. And when he put on Mr. Stocko, I mean, I thought that might have been the giveaway then. And then Jerry Lawler goes, wow, he he's, looks kind of familiar. And I think <laughs> in the point where he actually was almost killed the credibility of it is when Santa Claus went to the ring and went, bang, bang. Yeah, ruined it there. <laughs> just in case you thought Santa was actually run over, it was just Mick Foley in the best Santa cosplay ever. I was amazed at how convinced, because like, I'm very familiar with how, what Mick Foley looks like and I did even though all the way through I was like huh that's so weird it looks just like Mick Foley I was like no it can't be Mick Foley because it looks just like Santa as well he's like like an old man he does you know, he's a real beard he's part of this like really like 
into it group of people who are like dress like a really like they're like authentic like have to dress the proper santa gear you know the proper hair the proper coat he's like but a like, professional perfectionist eyes, he looked like his little rosy cheeks i mean none of yeah. it was over the top it was like just perfect santa it was incredible it was and he's really good he's actually was part of a movie called i am santa claus about like all these people who take it like so seriously oh, i've heard of that i'd love to see that sometime honestly i've taken turns in being mildly perturbed and then also delighted by Mick Foley's Christmas obsession. Yeah, it does. It borderlines on creepy sometimes and then charming others. Like in his first book, he talks about it. I remember when I read it as a kid, I was like, this is awesome. My favourite wrestler loves Christmas. And you know, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, Christmas was just my favourite. I fucking love Christmas. It was my favourite growing up. I don't up. think you're a unique and special snowflake for liking Christmas as a child. Generation snowflake, mate. All, <laughs> all think they're special for liking Christmas. I'm just never going to make the assumption that everyone loves Christmas, though, because I know not everyone loves Christmas. No, that's true. There's probably some people who are listening to this right now who are like, fucking Christmas, man. Well, Del Rio is probably not too fond of Christmas these days. Well, Ricardo, anytime he thinks of Christmas, he just gets fucking, you know, traumatized yeah. thinking about uh, this horrible moment. Vomiting. <laughs> I... Liked that Foley loved Christmas. There was one line in one of his books, though, where he's like, sometimes not everyone likes my Christmas obsession. Like the time where I like, I remember turning to my children screaming, what do you mean you don't want to sing Frosty the Snowman? And they're all like, ah. And I think that's a little scary. No, that is scary. So, I mean, we sing whatever Christmas song you want to sing. Even also, if it's knowing that he takes his kids into his Christmas room to tell them off and lecture them about their mistakes in life. Is upsetting. Essentially, this is another moment ruined by Holy Foley. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> that that show has literally done nothing good ever. No, no literally good nothing. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, I will say, that whole 2012 Christmas thing, I love that. That was great. I loved that. That's really funny. And you know what I'm annoyed about? I'm worried. I don't think this year they're going to do that Christmas type thing. And I think every year on Christmas, they should... Pitch it to kids, make it be a sit. Like you can do the whole thing. Yeah, top face, top heel. Non-canon. Yeah, you can open it by having like you know someone reading a book going, "Well, I'm just saying, AJ Styles would be great for ruining Christmas. It's like the bad elf or something. (laughs) He looks too much like an elf. He does. You know, or he could be Santa and Gallows and Anderson could be his elves. Like Merry (laughs) Christmas, nerds. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. And you know what? There's a lot of hokey stuff addressing in Christmas. But if you were a kid and you saw this, you know what? I don't think anyone who watched it that Christmas is going to be going, ah, like I did in fucking 99, so you'd foley the pool of blood on Christmas Eve. Mm. This is what you should be having. Yeah. You know, there needs to be another generation of wrestling fans. Picture to them. They like Christmas. Yeah. Do other things kids like as well, like Snapchat and stickers, <laughs> you know? Coming up next, it was the follow-up to 2012's Christmas Battle. This was billed as the Battle for Christmas. Mm. As nice slash good slash wholesome Santa, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, took on evil, crooked, nasty Santa, Damien Sandow. Mark Henry makes a fantastic Santa. The best Santa. Yeah. Oh my God. I would happily go sit on Santa's knee if Santa was Mark Henry. Because he's a, he's the world's strongest, strongest Santa. Man. That's amazing. And amazing. Yeah. I believe that Mark Henry, you know, we're watching 2011 at the moment in Ashshire podcast, and some of the shit he's doing in those matches, I can believe he can travel around the world in a sleigh and make, make reindeer fly. You can have a good match with the big show, Mark. You can do anything, in my, as far as I'm concerned, at Christmas time. <laughs> Damien Sandow is the evil intellectual Santa, though. Yeah. Boo, evil intellectual Hot Santa. Santa. Did you think he was a hot Santa? Yeah, he was a hot Santa. Even though he was covered in soot. Oh, yeah. 
Santa's got a good Dirty thing going. Dirty boy Santa. Dirty Santa. Giving out coal. Uh, he was giving out coal. He was. Literally giving, literally out, giving out I coal. thought he should have given out Michael Cole action figures. <laughs> you know, that would have been even better. Mark Henry Santa. Sorry, good Santa, I should refer to yeah. him as. Gets a Christmas present and mm. it's got a toilet in. And he puts bad Santa in the toilet. And everyone's like, ah! Yeah, um, one of the commentators is like, that's disgusting, which is ridiculous because it's brand new. It's made of porcelain. It's, it's, That'd be quite it's nice, clean. actually. Got that new toilet smell. It's fine. Yeah. It won't smell of anything. They're, unless they've got plumbing in, like, unless, like... They've got plumbing and they've then used it to shit in. Vince at the start was like, we want to make this thing real, so I'm just going to go out and, you know, have a shit before, the, you know, he's just sitting there in the corner with his newspaper, ring, yeah. you know. I'm just, you know, making it real, folks, you know. Um, I did like uh, Bad Santa's rhyme. A pox on this holiday, celebrated by fools. This is a day that will be better spent in school. And uh, he promises he's going to cancel Christmas. Now, I must say, I was very, very worried at this point. Those are high stakes. And I like Mark Henry, but is that not a bit of a burden to put on him? Not on the world's strongest Santa. I'm just saying, like, yo, Mark, go out there, rest in your Santa suit. If you lose... Christmas is cancelled. Any other Santa wouldn't have been able to handle this. Yeah, you know, this is the first Christmas I get to spend with my family, and just please don't, please don't lose Mark. I don't, I can't, uh, I can't, <laughs> I can't, Mark. Uh. <laughs> Damien Sandow in a in a. We would only notice this, of course, because we watch back to back segments. Yeah. And I guess in the pool of evil Santa music, there's mm-hmm. only so many songs you can do. But Damien Sandow does have Santa Claus's theme. Yeah cheap i thought it would have been better if he because he's intellectual santa to come out to i believe in father christmas by greg Lake. You're obsessed. <laughs> <Boo>! <laughs> with your intellectual christmas garbage talking the, um, about rain and what about the paul mccartney christmas song that everyone yeah. hates <laughs> merry christmas when, everyone <laughs> i know i said it recently i said it on another podcast recently but um Paul McCartney sang that when I saw him at Christmas. Literally, people in the row I was in went, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Boo. I hate it so much. So coal at him. There was coal everywhere in this match. Yeah, it was a dirty match. So I think Damien Sandow is officially Donald Trump's favourite Santa. Look, there's loads of coal. What are you talking about? It's all in the ring. He had some in his hands, some in his beard. Coal, perfect. Why no. is he caught on his beard? He's been eating the coal. I know he comes in like, oh, Santa should have cleaned up before this one. So he's like a an intellectual, slovenly Santa Claus. He just rolls around in coal. <laughs> he's, you're not filthy enough, David. Come here and throws a soot in his face. Like, <laughs> now go out and get your head in that fucking toilet. <laughs> Damien gets no offense in on good Santa, but he does get offense in on the concept of Christmas. Mm. He gets a candy cane kendo stick. Oh, yeah. And he beats the shit out of the Christmas tree and all the gifts. And then, even worse than that. Oh, yeah. He um, goes to one of the Christmas trees and takes off the star. And he starts like, attacking good Santa with it. And uh, on the commentary, they go, I got to admit, that star, it's too much. Yeah, JBL the whole time, he's like, yeah, be great. Kids didn't, should work for their gifts. But once he goes for the star, he's like... Oh, no. That's disgusting. Oh, no. Oh, I'm Bruiser Brody, Stan Hansen, now in Texas. Star. You know, Big Dick Murdoch, he never would have done that, you know, Texas. <laughs> Santa hits the sleigh ride, which is just the world's strongest slam, and uh, he wins. He beats that mean hey. old Santa. 
Post-match cupcake for Mark Henry. You've deserved that. You've earned it. Good mm. job. And then he smashes Damien in the face with it. I must say, Damien took it so well that he managed to... He looked so gross and disgusting. Yeah, you do see him literally rub it in his face yeah. and mouth. He's a pro right He's there. Pro, yeah. I guess they're delicious cupcakes. I bet. And in the oddest call of the night, after Bad Santa has been defeated, JBL just goes, James Stewart is rolling in his grave. <laughs> Why? Why? It makes no it sense. It makes no sense. What, because he was in a movie once that has a tenuous link at best to yeah, Christmas? Yeah, because we were talking about this with, with Sam, Sam the yeah. other day. Because we were like, oh, we do fucking uh, It's a Wonderful Life with Cinema Swirl. I watched that the other year with my parents. It's 90 hours long and around three minutes of it, it's like, oh, it happens to be Christmas. The rest of it, fucking nothing else it's just some lad working at a bank realising his life is shit that's not Christmas I love your James Stewart impression oh honey that's fantastic <laughs> save that for the bedroom <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing I'll mention before we wrap up with our, with our Christmas special here cause you know <laughs> Christmas can get intense sometimes and I'm gonna say right now Joe you got me like the best Christmas gift ever this year it's a fucking awesome Roddy Piper pin that has Obey written on the sunglasses and it's so fucking awesome. <laughs> and we've actually recently gotten Roddy Piper's uh, autobiography was sent to us to read mm. uh, from the publishers. We're going to hopefully get you know our teeth into How To Piper. I think you're going to love writing Roddy Piper but we just watched quickly the segment of Bobby <laughs> Bobby the Brain Heenan who I know you like before from his stuff with Flair giving him the hammer and all that stuff. Do you oh, remember? that's him. Yeah, Bobby Heaton is great. Bobby Heaton is literally in the world's most. He literally looks like he's eating the uh, candy from Willy Wonka that makes you grow giant and round. Yeah. And he's there, this ridiculous beanbag ever going, Santa's not real. You've been swerved, kids. Boing. <laughs> he's being such a dick. <laughs> and Roddy Piper is so angry. He's just sitting there and he's like, Bobby, what you're doing now? Talking down. I've got kids and they love Santa. They have presents. I know what it's like to not have toys. Bobby, what you're doing right now is you're ruining Christmas, Bobby. You're And he's like, haha, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> and what can be best described as a Christmas cocaine rage, mm. Piper comes in and just beats the shit out of Heenan. It's fantastic. And this Christmas special of WF Primetime ends with literally, like, <laughs> with Roddy Piper going, <laughs> and Gorilla Monster going, well, folks, goodbye from this very unusual Christmas special. <laughs> now, I like to think that we've improved on our Christmas special since then, mm. but WWE, give us more Christmas. More Christmas. More I, Christmas. I want Kevin Owens' as bad Xanta. Yes! Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho Chris as Jericho's Christmas Mrs. boys. <laughs> <laughs> you just made the list! <laughs> Roman Reigns is a good Santa that everyone hates. Believe that. Now, like, who would make a best good Santa? The best good Santa you could do on Raw. I don't I kind of want Braun Strowman to be Santa. Oh, that's going to be bad Santa. Braunness! <laughs> Sami Zayn would make a great Santa. Oh, he'd make a great Santa's little elf. He would. He'd make like a fantastic elf. Yeah. God, this is really hard now, okay? We yeah, can't finish Santa this up until we finish out who's going to be the best Santa that we could do oh. on either show. You know who would have made the best one, but he's not with the company anymore? Bull Dempsey. He would have made a fucking been, class Santa. He would have made Santa. an absolute great Santa. Who, who are some of the top faces at the moment? Uh, Dean Ambrose. No. Um, James Ellsworth. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little elf guy. Um, I don't know. Seth Rollins. No. Uh, Roman Reigns, no. um, John Cena. No. There's not really many Holly Jolly Santos. 
Big cast of Santa and Enzo as his little elf would be amazing. That would be really cute, yeah. Very good. Brock Lesnar would be the no. most terrifying Santa. I think I would officially quit Christmas yeah. if that was the case. Seamus actually would make a pretty good Santa, I think. Mm, I guess. He is Irish. Cesaro though. would be a hot Santa. Cesaro would make a great Santa. He Fancy could do. Santa. He could do like in uh, the office. He could do like cool James Bond oh, Santa. Yeah. You know, with a, with a he rips base. off his sexy Santa outfit, <laughs> like a stripper. It comes out to a double bass entrance music. <laughs> like Bray Wyatt would make a great Santa no, Claus. He's evil again. Evil Santa, I guess. We need to have a face Santa Claus um, here. Apollo Crews would make Apollo a great. Apollo Crews would be a good, really Santa, great yeah. Santa Claus. Mojo Rawley for all this failings yes, would make would a pretty good make one it good. Um, Rhino <laughs> God Rhino and uh... I think Daniel Bryan would make a great Santa Daniel Bryan would make a great Santa but Little I think Santa. we have realised here that there's no actual like best good Santa there is a gap on the roster there's a gap on the roster for a good Santa I mean Mark Henry is still technically on the roster no, maybe he's the perfect Santa. I mean, you can't. You haven't. You got a lot. You, you have to say something for your right WWE. Him versus Kevin Owens as bad Santa with Chris Jericho as Mrs. Claus. Perfect. Right. Uh, who could be all the reindeer then? I mean, you know, it's just all, the cruiserweights. Just, the cruiserweights. Perfect. There we go. We finally found a way to get the cruiserweights over. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Well, uh, thanks very much for joining us for this little Christmas bonus episode. I thought it was fitting to uh, you know watch some Christmassy stuff. I'm very glad we did because it's definitely reinvigorated my love of Christmas wrestling. There's a lot of hokey crap when it comes to wrestling at Christmas. But I'm very glad, if only to see John Cena and Del Rio finally have that battle. That was probably one of my favorite things I've ever seen. We got great value for money, I think, for this. Yeah, that's a pound well spent. (laughs) One pound DVD. Well, it's a goodbye and a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from me, Kevin. And a goodbye and a Happy New Year going forward from me, Joe. And we'll see you next time on Ho 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 to Wrestling. (laughs) Dude, so bad. How to Wrestling. See ya.